Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. You heard Eamon mention, um, it's been discussed widely today, the the ESB reporting um, profits of €847 million Euro in 2022. And like for a lot of householders and business owners that we've talked to on this show only actually a number of weeks ago, um, struggling to pay their bills, struggling to pay their utility, their electricity bills, uh, and a lot of them not happy hearing this uh, hearing this news today. Yvonne is one of those. She's in Tipperary. She's on the line. Yvonne, it's your parents that are having issues. Hello, how are you? Good. Um, yes, uh, my parents, they're both elderly, um, and they got a really high bill. It began back in November. So the original bill um, was always roughly around the same. And then in November, we received a bill and it was triple what they would used to be paid. So it actually was 1,125.73 for 64 days ESB, which tripled what their usage was. Now, my issue with it was I obviously rang on behalf of my parents um, and I basically got the runaround for a long time. They were saying it was ESB network's fault. There was a fault in the house with one of our electrical goods, and they wanted me to do a self-appliance test, which meant plugging every single thing out of the house and plugging it back in. Um, the bill originally that came that was incorrect said it was an actual reading, and that kind of threw us off. So before I began their self-appliance test, I looked at the meter, and that's when I realised that the usage had tripled. So when I rang Electric Ireland, of course, what they said to me was, the price has gone up, the price has gone up. Now, I understand that. I could see the units have increased from 0.19 to 0.29. My issue was, which they couldn't explain, how did they believe my two elderly parents had tripled the usage in the same period of time? Uh, And that's when my complaint kind of started. So I had to email in a ring numerous times. They were trying to blame the ESB network for giving the wrong reading. Um, And this is what I want for your other listeners to know, is that they don't owe those extremely high bills. Um, what everyone needs to do is go and check the meter reading and just check, mm. especially when we've all believed, like my parents, they've always got their bills, they were actual readings or estimated, they even though and they ran, and, and they paid them. There was never a query. So I just feel for all the older people out there who are getting these bills and sitting in the cold when they don't actually owe this money. It really is. And what happened is we had that bill. It took me weeks and weeks to resolve it. And then we got another bill in with a correction. And the following bill... They did the same thing. They tried to charge us 2,258 for 38 days usage. And when your parents got that, Yvonne, like what was their reaction to this? Oh, very stressful. My dad's health would not be um, the best, so it caused extra stress. Um, luckily, I came up because my mum, after the first phone call, she would have given up and paid us. It's only because I um, kept calling and Can kept emailing. Us? Yeah, and I understand for a lot of people, especially elderly people, it's very frustrating. Um, to be able to continue pushing and fighting for it. Um, but, like, I mean, I sent numerous emails. This is an example. I had the first phone call in early November. Um, I sent an email, complaint. Then no one called me back. I was promised a call back. So I left it two weeks. I rang back. I had to take a picture of the meter readings with a newspaper to prove it was the right date and reading. Then I had to give them the MRP number from the meter to prove it was my house. So when I finally sent in those details, they corrected the, the original incorrect bill. But like two weeks later, I got an email asking me for the same information I gave two weeks previously on the phone, which shows that their obviously complaints or email department aren't even opening the accounts, checking the notes to see what's happening. So that's causing lots of issues that the, I don't think their staff is correctly trained how to deal with it. Uh, and then none of them seem to know. So again, I had to go through the whole process with the second increment bell that was 2,258 and go through the same process. 
And then what upset me towards the end is on the last phone call I would have made was to complain about that second incorrect high bill. And I was given a credit as a goodwill gesture for that day. And I clearly stated, because I know the calls are recorded for training and quality purposes, that this was not a resolution to my complaint. This was a goodwill gesture just for the second inconvenience of this bill. And to my surprise, they emailed my brother, who's another nominated user on my parents' account, pretending it was my dad, to say, oh, we see you spoke to someone. The issue is resolved. And didn't even email back. So they just popped us off okay. and gave us the okay. so you, address you, you, for the Commission of Regulation of Utilities. Frank is on the line Yvette, as well, Yvonne. Stay with us. Um, a lot of people getting in touch about this. There's always emails in um, about the cost of, you know, people's electricity and, and, and gas prices and the bills that, you know, a lot of customers have been receiving recently. And I think for a lot of people, it's it's in hearing um, profit news today. It's it's a hard, hard pill, I think, for many to swallow. Frank, what's your story? Yeah, my my issue with um, Electric Ireland uh, is that the credit that was supposed to be applied to the to the bill, in my view, uh, hadn't been applied, and it came in as an arrears amount uh, on my bill. It was an overdue bill of nine hundred euro. And, which credit? Sorry, uh, is this the government? The government um, yeah, energy credit. Yeah, both the fund. government credit. Yeah, both the government credit and the fifty euro Electric Ireland. Mm. Um, you know, well, in fairness, yeah, they did. They, they they did give back. It was fifty quid, wasn't it? Yeah. To customers. So, but my issue is that it wasn't applied to the bill in the committees and the rares. Now, when I contacted Electric Ireland, which I must say is difficult to um, try and get through to them, when I eventually got through, I was told I was correct and that there would be a new bill reissued. Um, that was about three weeks ago. It didn't reissue. I rang them again uh, last week and I was told a different story that. Uh, it was a complex issue applying the government levy and uh, they would send me out a statement of account, which I still haven't received. Right. So my my query, I suppose, is my issue is that if this was a person, an elderly person, whatever, the first thing they're, they're, they're going to do, I suppose, is pay the bill without querying it. And my query is where is all that uh, money being held by Electric Ireland if it's not being applied to the accounts if the same thing is happening to other well, I don't. I heard. The, I heard the the um, ESB. The chief actually. Here's take a listen. Here's the chief executive of the ESB group, Paddy Hayes. He was on with Joe Lynham uh, here on breakfast earlier this morning. I want to say just at the start that it is a tough time for customers, and we're very aware of that. And it is difficult to uh, hear about profits in energy companies at a time when electricity prices remain high. Um, but as you said, the um, the increase in ESB's profits has been uh, delivered from the generation businesses operating into the wholesale markets in uh, Great Britain and Ireland. As you said, we're not in a position to use those additional profits to uh, reduce the prices to our uh, our retail customers. But we did uh, forego any profit in the uh, in in our retail um, in our residential sector uh, last year and gave back uh, money to customers, as you said. I think it's important to say what we did do with our profits. So we are paying an exceptional um, and enhanced dividend uh, of three hundred and twenty-seven million euros this and, year, and that will go back to Irish million. taxpayers, won't it? Yes, the uh, government is the majority shareholder and um, that uh, 327 million is 200 million more than last year and um, it goes back to Irish taxpayers. So that's uh, Frank, uh, that's Paddy Hayes explaining uh, where the profits or the breakdown and, and where, where the money went to um, from the, the 2022 profits. Uh, Morris is with us as well. Um, Morris, what's the story with your own bills? 
Hi, Andrea. Um, my own bills at home domestically, um, I'm 100% up on 2019 on both electricity and gas. Uh, my average unit price has, has doubled um, over that period. So um, that's <laughs> I've been experiencing the same. But my concern really is, um, and I have a, 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 I look after my mother's um, 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 accounts as well and keep an eye on her consumption. Um, and it's the, it's the fear that is engendered in particularly older um, uh, residents who hear all these stories about these crazy bills, which often the crazy bills are bills where there's estimates or the actual house itself is using just too much energy and needs uh, needs help um, uh, there. That these 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 you know, I won't say exaggerated because they are real to the people who get the bills, mm. but they're the outliers in terms of um, billing. You know, most of us have experienced where our costs have doubled, um, and we we need to be smarter. Um, uh, you know, and we just need to be make sure we don't have estimates. That, that, that most of the bills I hear about, the crazy ones, are where it's an estimate. Um, and, you know, we can all go out and read our meters. And we need to be doing that as a habit. Um, and that helps you also, in uh, you know, understand what you're doing and how mm. you're consuming energy. To be honest, and, and it's not something I do myself, Morris. I haven't once, <laughs> I think I did it. But you're, you've, you know, you've certainly encouraged me to... It's to the old bit I, I did... I, I deal with, I work with companies primarily, and it's the old adage: um, "What gets measured gets managed." Um, you know, I like to, you know, so I'm a bit of a nerd, um, and I, I will, I will, I will do this religiously every month, and I calculate um, and my costs and uh, etc. But it does keep you on your toes. Mm. Well, you're more um, aware, you know, I suppose. Yeah, but I, ta- I oh, take your it. point. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the, you know, it is the fear, and like even I'll come to the text now that are coming in here in five three one zero six. But it is the fear for people just worried about these bills actually coming through the door. And and Yvonne, like that was the point that you were making. It was, um, it was the worry I, for your parents. I understand what um, the other guest is saying there. Um, a lot of the time, like, and that would be my advice to everyone: read your meter and send it in. But I don't understand how Electric Ireland have done this to so many customers and a lot that seem to be elderly. Like the original bill we got was an actual reading. So I get some of them are wrong in their estimate, but they're doing it on actual readings. And the actual reading we got that says it's real had increased my parents by 6,000 units that they never used. So that's my concern that everybody wants, like when you get a bill, go and check your meter. They're going to tell you something else. Go check your meter. And as that uh, gentleman said, um, I know it's harder for older people, so if they have someone they can maybe reach out for help to take the meter reading and, and ring it in or set up an account and go online and type it in every month. This texture says, I was so upset when I saw the profits um, announced earlier this morning. Really upset reading the story today. I've been living in fear about whether or not I'll be able to pay my bill. I'm actually boiling with rage at this stage. I have three kids, my husband is self-employed and we're really struggling at the moment, says this texter. Martin in Galway says, regarding electric bills, when I noticed our bill... Um, what was previous bills going back oh, for quite a while were estimates yet when we got the actual meter reading bill once the price had increased so it meant that we'd paid for the shortfall on the estimate bills but at a new rate despite having used the uncharged for electricity uh, before the rate change um, it's according to Martin and Galway 53106 is, is the text number on this Trevor's and Carlo Trevor like you heard the uh, the story today about the increased profits after a year of consecutive price hikes. How did you feel? Uh, disappointed, I suppose, um, from a house that has been 
uh, running on solar panels for over a year. Um, I took the, the dive in and invested almost 8,000 euros on a 4 kilowatt uh, solar panel system on my house. And I suppose what's annoying me most is the fact is I'm eligible for payment for surplus electricity sent back to the grid from March of last year. Okay. Which is almost 13 months. And to date, I've been paid a total of €5.22 Euro and 22 cent by energy wow. companies. And what's, uh, is it just there's a delay in, it, it, it is a one-off, it's an annual rebate though, isn't it? No, the, no, it depends on what company you're with. Well, it depends the on the company, company right. Yeah, yeah, the first company I was with decided that the first payment was June of last year. So when I contacted them to make uh, my payment or to request the payment, they said that because I had a smart meter installed in the house for the months of March, April and May, I wasn't, um, I wasn't entitled to payment. I made a complaint to the consumer regulator of utilities and they said it, it, you're actually, you, you are entitled to be paid. It's just an estimate and they, they make payment to you. When I produced the evidence to the energy company, they refused. And they informed me then that they were going to push the payment date from June to November. So November came. I contacted them asking how much I was owed. And they decided to push the payment date from November to March of this year. And I eventually ended up, I would contract with them. And um, my discount rate of 40% was taken away and my price for electricity went from 19 cent a unit to 34 cent a unit. So I was forced to move. So I moved then to Electric Ireland who actually pay you per per two months. So if every time your bill is come, they, they, they'll tell you they what... They'll tell you what you're, you're, you're yeah, due what you're, back. What you're owed. Yeah, yeah. So for three months, they paid me €5.22. And when I contacted them, said that, the information I have on the app that comes with your solar system mm. was different to what they paid me because my system was telling me I had so many hundreds of units given back to the grid. The Electric, Electric Ireland had paid me 22 units. They said go to, Electric, go to ESB Networks. It's nothing to do with them. And what, when you, when you, before you paid the eight grand to install the solar panels, Trevor, like yes. I'm sure you, you sat down and you, you did the maths and all of this. What did you envisage you were going to be getting back? It wasn't... It wasn't a favour, I assume. No, it wasn't. The talk was there at the time about paying people for that. I suppose it was the fear of... I didn't put the solar panels in the house because of the... the, what's what's right of of the climate change. I put it on because of the fear of the bills. And I took the the dive. I wasn't going to sit down and work what it was going to cost me to get my money back. I suppose I looked at the investment as the same as the Mm. car. I just paid it and that was it like... yeah. But it, I'm not going to knock solar panels. They do work. Yeah. My bills, like for November, December, and January of this year and last year, my bill was just under 320 euros for three months. And we have two hours and two kids in this house. It's okay. almost half of what most people right, are yeah, paying. Yeah. They do work. But the problem I have is for every unit I'm giving back mm. to ESB networks, I'm being paid 21 cents, but they're selling it to you for 44 cents. And then there's queries every time I get my bill as to what is the actual true number that I've given back to them because back, yeah. they oh, have there is an app. I, I've, seen, I've seen the app actually and people using it and it's great. You can you can nearly see every day, you know, at different stages how much you would have given back to the grid. But in, in your saying, in your case, Trevor, it's, the two don't equate, the two don't match up. No, and when I queried the bill and I asked for a paper version of it, they said to me, it's nothing to do with them, go back to ESB Networks that if we get involved in this, we're going to charge you €300. Euros. 
Sinead Ryan is with us as well. Sinead's, of course, a consumer expert um, presenter of the home show here as well. Sinead, like, the hard thing, I suppose, to get in all of this is that, you know, in one breath we're hearing that the, the ESB profits... Um, 847 million last year with various different price hikes through Electric Ireland and then at the same time I heard Paddy Hayes this morning saying Electric Ireland didn't make any profit in the residential (laughs) electricity sector. I know, listen it's terribly frustrating when you hear of nationalised state owned companies which is the ESB is you know talking in the hundreds of millions and then you have people with and I'm one of them with double the uh, bills that we had this time last year and it is very frustrating. I think what's important uh, is to separate out what ESB does and what Electric Ireland does because they are totally different companies. Now, ESB owns Electric Ireland, Mm. but that would be the retail arm that provides the electricity. Now, that actually ran at a loss last year because it has to buy electricity off the wholesale grid. Uh, And even though um, there was an awful lot of um, costs involved, it didn't budget properly and therefore uh, it was operating at a loss. But ESB uh, operated at a massive profit because it is a generator and a seller of electricity across the grid. Now, what it does with its money is it provides and maintains the infrastructure on which we all get uh, the electricity. In other words, how it gets literally from uh, the renewables or from uh, oil or from wherever it's coming from into our homes. It also invests in renewables. So it puts in hundreds of millions uh, of euro into putting up, uh, you know, between the wave farms, the wind farms and all that kind of thing that has to be done. So there's a huge amount of money and it has mandated. I heard Paddy Hayes this morning uh, talking about it, but in fact, it is under very strict rules about what it can and can't do with its money. Um, And one of the things it can't do is take all that money and give it to Electric Ireland and Mm. give it back to us and reduce Mm. prices. Now, what it did do was forego a portion of its profit and give it um, in every Electric Ireland customer, and there's 1.1 million of them, got 50 euros. And uh, we tried not to spend it all in once uh, off our electricity bill. And of course, don't forget that in a kind of a roundabout way, it gave 327 million back to the taxpayer as a dividend. And that has helped support uh, the 200 euro uh, dumps that we've been getting onto our electricity bills as well. So it's kind of like um, circular money, if you like. It does get generated, but it comes back around. Uh, it doesn't make a profit for, for its own coffers, let's say. Yeah. Is it is it still, though, Yvonne, like, you know, is it still hard for people today to despite all of that and, and yes and Sinead's right money has been paid back paid back to the state um, to the taxpayer to the state like is it still hard though to, to hear this today when you it look is, at it like, and, and I get a lot of what is being said um, but just to go back to like the general like our elderly seniors of, of, of our country that you know we wouldn't be here without them and to think that it's happening to all these older people and I know everyone keeps saying, like, give in your reading, 100%. But, like, I want people to know, just because your bill comes in the door and you look at it and it says it's an actual reading, which we assume is correct, don't. You still need to go and check your meter. Because that's what they did us on, in the sense they said, yeah, I knew the usage has doubled. Everyone knows that, and that's okay. But they're turning around and they're sending bills that are six times what they should be, four times what they should be. Is it, is it as simplistic as that, Sinead? We just all need to be out- submitting uh, meter readings. 
Well, the smart meter program is being rolled out, as you know, between, you know, over the last few years up until the end of 2024. Um, there's over a million houses have been fitted with a smart meter. Mine is one of them. It's free of charge. Everybody should get it. Uh, but in, in the absence of that, and that gives real time information back to whoever the electricity provider is. Uh, and it's really, really important that that's done. Now, I have one. It hasn't changed my bills. <laughs> my bills have still doubled. That's the thing she the heard. underlying cost of electricity yeah. and oil and gas has gone up. However, I would say to people who aren't in the Smart Meter Programme yet they because they haven't been reached, uh, if they are owned, still getting estimated bills, and you can tell this because on your bill, right beside uh, the, the MPRN, up at the very, very top, there's a little E, and okay. that stands for estimated. If that's coming in in your bill, absolutely get your meter read. I, I, you're, I couldn't say that strongly enough. You'll still get a fright. You'll still get increased mm. bills, but at least it'll be accurate. Yeah, OK, well, that's a task but, for the for the afternoon but, anyway. There's, sorry, there's... That's, that's just the bit I want to, to re-comment. Like, when I got that original bill, it said actual. So I believed it. I didn't question mm. the, the look at the meter in the house because it said an A on the bill. 100%, someone came out and read it, it's real. And that's what they told me. Look, nothing we can do. You owe that amount of money. It's not till I took it upon myself to go check the meter that I realised the actual reading that they sent on the bill was wrong. Okay. And that's where my concern yeah. is. No, no, and that's, that's, that. that's, that's a fair point, Yvonne, as well. This texter says, I'm an old age pensioner. I don't have anyone to do a reading for me. I live on my own in a small two bedroom house. My last gas bill was also three times my usual gas bill. Sadly, I paid it without even querying it. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. Yeah, we're talking about um, the ESB profits announced 847 million for last year and the fact that, well, so many people like Valerie, who's with me on the line today, have been talking about the fact that their bills over the past 12 months have increased quite substantially in many, many cases. Valerie, what's your story? Hi, Andrea. Um, my story is that my bill was actually, I was actually in credit. So my I was five hundred and forty seven euro in credit um and was quite on top of my bill. Um I live on my own, I'm on in invalidity pension. So um as I've done in the past, I asked for a refund on some of the money that was in credit and a sum of three hundred euro was agreed on the third of March. Uh the money was taken from my electric Garland account. Uh, went missing for a, per- a period of a week. And after numerous discussions and emails with various Electric Ireland employees, um, the, re- the refund has been refused on di- on various grounds, but, but none of the, none of the um, replies have been consistent. And um, another bill has come in the meantime. Uh, I, I have found their customer service to be absolutely appalling. And completely. Uh, okay. And is, is, was there? There's a paper trail, Valerie, of all of this, was there? Did you say you I were you were emailing her? Um, well, I, I've certainly emailed all the complaints and okay. I have the dates. Yeah. Um, and I, I would have a good idea of the, the days I phoned them. Mm. Um, and uh, in fact, after about a week, the original person that I spoke to and agreed the 300 refund with, phoned me back and said that he had miscalculated the amount, but he was happy to offer me a refund of 120. And I refused it, saying that that there was no consistency with his offer. The following day, um, I received a phone call to say um, that I was entitled to no refund. 
And the refund was because, like, the, the account had previously, the account was in credit. Yeah, but more than €500 Euro in credit because I would stay on top of my bills, mm. you know, and add to them every, every week. Uh, and I have, I have um, done that in the past when my account has been in a decent amount of credit. I phoned and just said, can I have a refund of whatever, 100 euro, whatever I'm entitled to. Um, and, you know, I, I did mention in one of my emails that I'd be quite happy actually to, to contact yourself and, and make this known because maybe people don't know that they can get a refund. And what's the refund for, Valerie? Just explain that. Because the account, um, you have it sitting in credit and then... So my money, my money is just sitting there, and like I said, I live on my own. I'm on a, I'm on a safe invalidity pension, so um, I would have bought a fill of oil with that, which I need. So back uh, into your account, okay, okay. You know, yeah. you know. I, I mean, I would have used the money wasn't to go shopping or, you know, to buy myself clothes. It was for another necessity. Yeah. Um, and that was made clear yeah. to Electric Ireland in all my communications. Yeah, with them. okay, okay. And you just wanted to highlight that to people? First of all, the fact that you can get a refund, mm. because I've done it before. And secondly, the fact that, um, apart from, I mean, I know a lot of the cases that you've, you've spoken about have been more more severe than mine. Um, but, but my case is that €300 Euro means a lot to me. Absolutely. Uh, sure, you know, sure, yeah. and, and also that, there is no consistency um, about about the policy when you speak to various members of customer service. Is I, it, I, it's, yeah, no, 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 no. I, I, I take your point. I was just going to mention, I see a text in just when you, you talk about um, one person in the house as a swords listener here has got in touch as well uh, to say, I've just received a gas bill for an empty house at €540. Euro. When I advised them uh, it was an empty house and I gave the actual meter reading, they changed the bill to zero, says this listener. Another texter says, we've an open fire. We can't afford to turn on the heating at all. I wear extra clothing around the house. I really pity those with no open fire in their homes. Using gas and electricity far too costly. Uh, Councillor Bill Clear is with us um, from NACE. Bill, because you've been listening to this and you got in touch with us here on the show. Um, I, I presume these are similar stories that you're getting from, from locals. All these ones. I mean, we I, I visit a lot of old, older people, and they seem to be all um, struggling really badly. You know, um, they're in these older houses. I have a lady which I call to to bring a form for additional needs payment and help her or fill it out. And she, she anyway. By the way, she failed it because she had a tiny pension from was five euros over, and she didn't get any money, so she was getting big bills. But she maybe cup of tea, and then she said, "I'll throw the water into the sink for later on." You know. She puts her hands in. When it cools down a bit, she puts her hands into the sink to warm up. House is freezing. I didn't say it. I didn't want to embarrass her, and she was embarrassed. You know, chill blains are back among old people. They said they haven't had them since they were children back in the fifties. And also, people going to bed at six o'clock. You can't. You wouldn't call to anyone after six o'clock to say, "I'll go to bed early. It's too cold." You know, and this is what's going on. And I think what DSP have done, and they're going to come out hard now. And they're big. They'll be on every radio station today. They'll take days, probably listening there now. But they need to come with a counsellor in their area, walk around to the old people, and see what they're feeling, really feeling like, because this is obscene. You know, this is absolutely obscene. Nearly a billion euros in profits, profiteering from a war situation is what they're doing. 
and they say they can't give the money back. They give them back to their customers. Of course they can. Who's going to pull them up in it? You know, they're just using well, there the was, excuses. There was, yeah, there was, I heard, the, that the, the dividend was 200 million more. Uh, yeah, 20 yeah. euros, but that's 20 euros a house. You know, it's nothing. Right. You know what so I mean? what do you think give should happen back. then? Give it all back in their bills. They should give it all back. That one billion they're, they're, they're floating around it. Give it all back. You know, they've increased prices on everything. I mean, people with electric cars, I know they're, they're fine, but they've, they they tripled that price. You know, profits are up 300%. Anyway, if, if council need them to do some work, that's gone. those prices have gone through the roof. Houses, connections, a big problem with housing connections. New housing connections and one-off houses can't get a connect and the price is astro- astronomical. You know, they're they're ingrained in everything in, in Irish society and I honestly believe at this stage they should follow the French with the, to EDF, one of the biggest energy companies in the world and they should be privatised again because, sorry, it should be okay. pub- brought into the public back again okay. because nothing has ever worked out when, when it a company is privatised. Everything now always got expensive bill, bins, everything. And I really think that EDF ironically own a lot of wind farms around Ireland, you know. So they're going to be privatised by the French government and they're going to be involved in Ireland, you know. it's I, 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 People are really mad. And I think people really are off. Older people are terrified. They're scared, you know. And if these people have any conscience at all, you know, look at their their parents, their grandparents, and see what they're going through. You know, go to any councillor and he'll show you. They'll walk around to the house and they'll show these people in any part of the country. These old houses are freezing cold. You know, I just think it's obscene. Oh, so some of the some of the stories, you know, Bill, even other texts in, like people talking about not turning heat on at all in their house, like at all. I've texts in here from listeners and wearing two and three layers of clothes. And that point you made about going going to bed early in the evening like it's a, it's a, it is absolutely heartbreaking and i know that look I, i've heard the the esb side and 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 heard the uh, the interview with joe this morning as well but it it is hard for people um it's hard for people to get their head around and i i totally accept that lunchtime live with andrea gilligan weekdays at midday on news talk